Tuesday, December 3rd. No f- head coach named as of yet um, on the previous episode. This is episode number three, by the way. Um, on episode two, I had asked for some sort of nuggets to give your fan base. And we got uh, one, two, maybe. Um, they painted the field. And they were setting up some sort of press conference area. So um, maybe they'll announce a coach today, Tuesday. Um, I don't know. Um, I was, you know, listening to some other podcasts and researching the Internet. And they were saying that this recruiting class is pretty much a wash that there's nothing that the coach can do to get better players that's just the wrong attitude man in my opinion um you know that is it's that line of thinking that has gotten this program to this point that it, that it's at now you know just having that nonchalant attitude that we're Florida State you know, we we were pretty great in the 90s, in the early 2000s, that recruits are just going to come to Florida State based on tradition. It doesn't work. Tradition is a factor, but it doesn't it doesn't carry as much weight as it did, you know, 20, 25 years ago. It just doesn't. Kids, it's three things, man, three things. Number one, can you get me to the NFL? That's first and foremost. Secondly, are you a competent head coach? Third, do you have the bag? And when I say bag, a bag full of $100 bills. That's college football now. And it probably started around 2012. I mean, big time. It's always been there. It's always been prevalent. But it really, in my opinion, started getting big time in 2012. Where you actually have to pay legit, real money. You know, not a $100 handshake. I mean, hundreds of thousands of dollars to get a recruit now. So, um, you know, from, from doing my research and what I'm hearing... A lot of people are saying Norvell. Again, I just. Willie Taggart part two, man. Willie Taggart part two. Going 11 and 1 at Memphis is not impressive to me. Okay? Now, going 11 and 1 at Baylor, that's a little bit more impressive. But again, this, you know. Do they even play defense in the AAC conference? We know they don't play defense in the Big 12. Okay, so uh, Matt Rule at Baylor, Mike Norvell at Memphis. I don't like those guys. Um, I'll keep saying it until somebody, you know, makes the hire. Brent Venables, championship experience. These are the coaches that he's learned learned under that I know of. Bill Snyder, legend at Kansas State. Bob Stoops. Great coach, Oklahoma, and Dabo Sweeney, two-time national championship coach.
Now, you know, maybe Florida State already got him signed, sealed, and delivered, but, you know, please not Matt Rule or Mike Norvell or Matt Campbell. Please, no. Okay? Two Big 12 coaches and one AAC coach. Come on, man. Brent Venables is better than both of them guys, man. Um, again, I'll just keep hitting the same points, man. You got to fix the offensive line. You got to fix the defensive line. Your strength conditioning is it has to take a monumental leap. Like, you know, Georgia, Alabama, Clemson. You can just see it on the field, dog. They just look like a well-conditioned machine. They look like androids out there. They look like Terminators. You know, Florida State, Pillsbury Doe. That's what they look like. Getting pushed all over the field by the likes of Boise State and Alabama State. I mean, I know you beat Alabama State, but still. They, I mean, you couldn't, you, you, your pass rush, your defensive line couldn't get home on Alabama State. A SWAC team, a historically black college team. Okay? No knock on the HBCU. All right? But I'm just saying, there, there, well, there has to be a talent discrepancy. Okay? Um. Um. I don't know where else to go from here, man. Um. You know, you just have to change the whole mindset when it comes to football for this university. And maybe the fact that you're going to get a new president and a new AD and a new booster president relatively in the, you know, soon in the near future, maybe that will change. Um, but, you know, the nonchalant, we're Florida State, you know, I don't like that because you're resting on your laurels instead of being a um, proactive, you know, when when at all costs within the rules nobody plays within the rules but you know figuratively speaking type program and um you know if we can ever figure that out i think we can get back you know but again like i've said in previous episodes you should have listened to jimbo cuz i think if you would have listened to jimbo you know, six, seven years ago, we still be at the top. We still be in the top five, top ten, competing for ACC championships, right at the cusp of getting into a playoff. But you wanted to take the cheap approach, and this is what you this is what you get when you take the cheap approach to college football, man. No, you gotta be unless you're just like UTEP or um, Oregon State or, you know, Rutgers or Duke, you know, Florida State is one of the 
blue blood programs of college football. So you got to be willing to spend that money, man. And, um, when you can't, when you don't want to do that or you can't do that, this is where you end up. So, um, how can we rebuild a program? I don't think any of the recruits coming in next year are going to make any significant contributions with the except of with the exception of maybe Jeff Sims. I think he could come in and compete for a starting quarterback job, but the offensive line, you got to go Juco uh transfer transfer portal. Um then you need some pass rushers. You need somebody that can get to the quarterback. Um, again, I don't see anybody in. Well, they got a cup. They got a two defensive linemen, defensive ends that are committed. Um, I don't know how long they stay committed based on this coaching search that's been going on exactly a month today. Um, But you got to find some pass rushers, man. And your what, like I said, your strength and conditioning has to take a monumental leap forward so you can just look competitive on the field. I mean, then you have to change the mindset and the culture, culture of these players and the program. Um, you know, Tamorian Terry is a great player, but. I mean, alligator arms, not running all out to catch that ball, man. Disgusting. Disgusting. And you just, you know, if I would have been the head coach, I would have sent him to the locker room. Because that's just effort right there. And that's just really, you know, these guys, (laughs) they're not giving maximum effort, man. Um, another thing <laughs> that, uh, I wanted to bring up was these uniforms, man. I absolutely hate these. I hate they changed the logo. I hate they changed the uniforms. You got to go back to the old uniforms, man. Maybe it's just superstitious, <laughs> but it just seems like when we changed our uniforms, that's when we started sucking. So we we gotta man, especially those the black ones. Oh man, I hate those with the with the garnet helmet and the gold. The is it? It's garnet and black with the gold arrow. Oh man, that is hideous. And. Uh, yeah, we got to change that. And um, you got to get a competent defensive coordinator. I think uh, Charlie Strong would be a great 
defensive uh, coordinator. He, he He's a great defensive mind. He's just not a great head coach. I mean, he did do good at Louisville, though, when he was a head coach. He should have never left Louisville. Sometimes you just have to know your limitations. And, uh, you know, he tried it at Texas. He tried it at uh, USF. Um. I thought he would have been a little bit more successful at USF, but, you know, it is what it is. I mean, what what is your realistic expectations at USF? If you can win eight games at USF every year, you're doing great. But, you know, you got to change the mindset on defense for Florida State because Harlan Barnett is terrible. I don't know if he he's trying to get fired. He's <laughs> – He's just like, I'm out of here, man. Because <laughs> dropping your linebacker in the uh, zone coverage, the middle, the deep middle of the field now. Come on. If it was me, I would have blitzed. I would have played man coverage all the way across and blitzed every goddamn play because my pass rush can't get home. They're not going to run the ball. Trask is not a mobile quarterback. So at the very least, make him make a um a throw where he's not sitting back in the pocket in a recliner, comfortable as possible. Make him throw some uncomfortable throws. But like I said before, I'm not a coach. I'm not an X's and O's guy. I'm just a fan. I just see stuff on TV and I just, you know. It's obvious to me. You have not. Your zone coverage stinks. Um, so you got to get rid of that dude. I like Browse. I like Clements. I think, you know, the only reason why we got six wins is because those two guys showed up. And I think if we would have had a competent offensive line, we probably would have got nine or ten wins because they, you know, you only got blowed out in three games. So, um, that's pretty much my Florida State rant. Call it Florida State football rant for the day. Um, thank you for listening to this episode. And episode four will be coming soon. <laughs>